What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Impact Defense Podcast. In today's episode, we are going to continue our discussion on talking about vehicle security and stuff like that. And it's back to just me and you again. We've been doing a lot of these lately. It kind of feels like a throwback to like when we first started. Except we're not standing in a corner. And except we're not standing in a corner or sitting in chairs or sitting against why the wall. Why were we standing? I don't know why we stood. Uh, yeah, I was like, we did an, well, I was going to say an entire podcast. We did several entire podcasts just standing. That was horrible. Don't go back and listen to those. You know, I feel like the more we say don't go back and listen, the more probably people want to go back and listen. I don't know. No, it's, really, it just comes down to terrible quality. Like, it was really bad quality video. This might be the longest, like, little intro bit we've done before. I kind of feel like we were jumping ahead of ourselves really quick. I'm sorry, what was you? I was, I was just saying, remember, that in this episode we're talking about vehicle security. Yeah, that's right. But first, but, coffee. But, <laughs> as you can hear, probably in our voices right now, I've had a bit more than Jada has this morning. <laughs> you didn't specify. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. You just said you've had a bit more than Jada has this morning. Okay, I'm sorry. I've had a bit more caffeine than Jada has this morning. I feel awake and alive today. And to quote the great skillet, anyway. No, the reality is is I've had zero downtime in over a week. And so I'm just, no, no, you had I'm a really running. long and that, yeah, that weekend. Is, yeah, that is not boss man's fault. That is my husband's fault. Uh, <laughs> He had a brilliant idea to go to this uh, giant airsoft event. And while it was fun, I am very, very tired. He's feeling great because it landed just on his days off. So he got a nice break after. He got days off to do that, right? Well, yeah, it was on his usual work days. It's whereas you, it took up your usual weekend. Yes. <laughs> like, but no downtime. I, I told him, thank you for making me go. Because <laughs> It was more fun than you expected it to be? Yes, it was. It was. I'm just, I am not recovered yet. My brain has not kicked back in gear, so. I don't think I'm going to stay, oh my gosh, I don't think I'm going to say anything stupid today, (laughs) but if I do, we're just going to chalk it up to. It's all good. I'll enjoy it. Yeah, and I'm just going to continue drinking this lovely blackout coffee. (laughs) This flavor is cinnamon french toast yeah so if you're watching the podcast you can you can see because we and thought I, hey might as well put the flavor of the day on the table i do love cinnamon and so this is one of my favorites so i'll, I'll admit i don't really like cinnamon that much but I, it's mainly like the artificial flavor of cinnamon that i don't like so this coffee is still not my favorite but it's okay it's coffee so i'm gonna drink it i still think like some of their so they just make so some you of my guys favorite know, if you don't like absolutely. cinnamon, you probably still won't like the cinnamon flavor very much. <laughs> Go figure. I know, isn't that it's amazing how that like works? It's like when Thomas tried our um, chocolate cherry, and he's like, y'all keep talking about it, let me try it. And then he tries it, and he goes, yes, it's not very, it's not that great. And I was like, Thomas, do you, do you like chocolate-covered cherries? And he goes... No, I don't. I don't like chocolate. <laughs> Thomas, what did you expect? 
go to impactgear.live slash coffee. Sometimes they have some really, really awesome deals over there. And if they have a really, really awesome deal right now, be sure to use their coupon code when you go. They'll have it displayed right there. But if not, you can always use ours and I will always get you 10% off. Head over to www.impactgear.live slash coffee. And that will let them know that we sent you to them. It also helps us out as the podcast. Yeah, so we get a little kickback in anything you may purchase. Thank you guys very much. And I guess now it's time for the new story of the day, isn't it? It is. All right, the news story for today. So this one comes from an actual news station. Just so you know, if these words sound familiar, it is because they are not mine. <laughs> So, the victim of this incident told police that she met a man she knew only on Tinder. The two agreed to meet. She said when she got there, he tried to get into the passenger seat of her car, put a gun to her side, and demanded her phone and money, and threatened to shoot her. The victim told police that she panicked and panicked and jumped out of the car. She said he then drove away in her 2007 Kia Rondo. She said he also took her iPhone, purse, and $50. The victim reported the crime to the police department and said that about five hours later, he sent her a text message offering to sell the car back to her. Oh, gosh. In July 2021, he was among four people accused of ransacking a woman's condo in the southeast Memphis area and selling $60,000 worth of items. The police said they found him and the others and the stolen items in a house next door to the victim. He was charged with aggravated robbery and theft, and the, but the charges were later dropped. He is being held on a $260,000 bond. Unfortunately, I don't think when you do that kind of stuff, you have good enough friends to get you out on that bond. <laughs> Probably not. I, uh. My assumption is that you've made some enemies. <laughs> but so, I could be wrong. <laughs> you know, anything is possible. I mean, the charges were dropped. Yeah. You know, I was just sitting there thinking... Well, a couple things. But one thing I was sitting there thinking was the fact that actually, and I know you don't know this, but I, I, you know, I have all the podcasts planned out. Several weeks from now, we're going to be doing one on carjacking. I was like, man, that would have been a perfect story for that. <sighs> <laughs> it's all good. Maybe I can find some other carjacking stories. <laughs> I do have time uh, in between. Well, I'm assuming I have time. <laughs> it depends on what's going on between now and then. Yeah, and the thing is, I never know what's going on in between now and then because planning stresses my husband out, and so we never plan anything. It's just always last-minute things, and so I never know how busy I'm going to be, which mm. does, in fact, stress me out. <laughs> but I'm more stressed when he's stressed than I am when it's just my stress. Okay. That has nothing to do with anything. We should probably end the news story. Probably. I think I'm just the queen of oversharing whenever I'm tired. <laughs> Let me just fill my mouth with coffee so I can't speak. On to talking about, like, how do you react to an accident? What if you've been in an accident? What if you're being pulled over? Anything along those lines. Let's talk about some of that. First off, if you are involved in an accident, number one, the suggestion is call the police, even if it's a minor accident. Just go ahead and do that. It will help ensure that everybody's insurance will be turned in the way it's supposed to be. Yes, this is referring to an accident like with another person. 
not just a standalone accident where you accidentally like pop off your side mirror or something you know (laughs) we understand that no one wants that insurance claim they would rather just replace the mirror yeah yeah we're referring (laughs) we're referring to accidents with other people yeah is there a different term can we differentiate an accident with another person i guarantee you there's another term Hmm. Single party accident, something probably like that. I don't know. I'm not an insurance person. Okay, just assume that for the rest of this thing, we're talking about accidents with other people. We probably yeah. didn't need to make that distinction, but, you know, <laughs> I did anyway. So first, like I said, you want to make sure that you, uh, the suggestion is to call the police. If you're in a, in a multi-car accident, call the police, even if it's minor, because that will ensure that everybody's insurance is actually contacted and turned in and everything else. Because otherwise, you are leaving it up to that other person. Oh, let's just let's just exchange insurance, and all of a sudden you find out they don't have insurance. That would suck. You know, make sure call the police. Stay in your vehicle, especially if you do not feel comfortable getting out. You don't have to get out. There's nothing saying you have to get out after the accident. If you if the person is just sketchy, that's fine. Roll the window down just a little bit, and just kind of like hang right there. And if they are mad or anything like that, or they just make you feel uncomfortable, make sure you have called the police. Stay in your vehicle until the police get there. That's perfectly acceptable. Yeah, we had an accident take place right outside of our property. So one of the parties in the accident was actually in the ditch in our front yard. Oh, okay. Because we have a stop sign and a road just to the left. Mm -hmm. Whenever this took place, we could hear the bang, and then we look out, and this car has pulled into our ditch, and the other car is still sitting at the stop sign. The lady involved in in our yard, she stayed in the vehicle. She rolled uh, her window down just a little bit, but she stayed in her vehicle, and we could just see her rifling through things (laughs) for like 10 minutes. And we're going, "What what is she doing? But you could hear the dude in the truck at the stop sign yelling screaming cussing and mm. you're like yeah no i wouldn't get out of that vehicle either. no no and we live in a fairly tight-knit neighborhood like odds are they've met each other at some point too or you know just live within a quarter mile of each other but still you know anytime someone's yelling and screaming even if it is your safe hometown neighborhood bad things happen in safe yeah, hometown absolutely. neighborhoods especially when someone's really mad Mm -hmm. And he was saying that she uh, blew through a stop sign. Mm. It was, yeah. The thankfully we were right by the fire department, so um, the fire department just kind of walked over and mediated everything. That's good. You can always do that. You can always stay right there and just lower your window just enough to actually communicate with the person, and that's perfectly fine. If you need to pass documents back and forth, if you did decide to just like trade information, you can do that too, and do that all right there from the safety of your vehicle. So don't don't feel like you absolutely have to get out if you feel uncomfortable in that situation. Mm-hmm. Can you think of anything else with an an accident like that, just in personal safety and stuff? Um, there are probably some times where it's an okay idea to get out. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, I would say most cases it is, but I'm just saying yeah. don't be afraid to stay there in your vehicle if it if you don't feel comfortable with the person. Like there was an incident, you know, that I was in, and the other person involved. Uh, it seemed upset, but it wasn't a super mad kind of upset. They yeah. were just kind of panicking a little. Mm-hmm. And so I stepped out and tried to work to calm it down. It's like, it's okay. We're just going to call the police. Everything's going to be handled. Just <laughs> yeah, calm down. We'll just kind of sit here and wait for them to get here. And, yeah. 
and eventually it got calm and everyone was able to kind of relax and that would have been very different if the behavior had been different. Yeah, if the person had gotten out like yelling, screaming at you and everything yeah, else use, would have been a very different situation. Use your best situation. instincts. <laughs> yeah. So moving on, if you're being pulled over, I give this bit I, every time we do a concealed carry class. Now, the general rule is this. In North Carolina, we are located in North Carolina. We've talked about this several times. In North Carolina, it is suggested by law enforcement, by you know the governing entities, that if you're being pulled over, if you are a female, roll your window down a quarter of the way, and if you're male, roll it down all the way. Okay, because there was a blue light bandit going up and down the road for several years in the past. And they specifically targeted women. So before people get up in arms, that's just, that's the way we were taught. If we're going to teach concealed carry, that's what we're taught to tell people. But the first thing you really need to do is try to pull over in a well-lit area. If you, especially if you feel, maybe it's an unmarked vehicle or something like that, and you just don't feel super, super safe, pull over in a well-lit area. You should Signal to the officer your intention by putting on the turn signal, putting on your flashers, something like that. If you are in an area where you don't feel super safe, you can put on your flashers and drive to a another area. Don't try to outrun the cops. That would be stupid. Mm-hmm. Once again, the only time I've, I, this has been the only time I've ever been pulled over thus far, partially because I just don't, you know, speed. Um, <laughs> This was because I forgot to turn my lights on Mm -hmm. down Main Street. So it's well lit. So I just didn't realize I didn't have them on. And so I see the blue lights behind me and I am through, I'm going through the, uh, an area that I wouldn't feel very comfortable pulling over. Mm -hmm. And so you turn on your flashers. That really dark part of Main Street there? Yeah. Which is funny because. It is. It's weird. Yeah, but I have well daytime lit. run lights as well, so there was just enough light when I was through the dark area that mm. I still didn't realize my lights were not on. Mm. But then I was also distracted by the blue lights behind me, so that could have been it. So by right about the time that I would have realized that I was not using my lights, <laughs> I was too distracted to realize I was not using my lights. Yeah. You know, you just turn your flashes on, and I went on to uh, the gas station that's nearest. It's like a BP or a mm-hmm. Shell. Yeah. I just pull in and uh, even though I had to keep driving for a little while it didn't cause any problems because he saw my flashers on yeah then you know by the time he gets to my window I'm over here like could w- would you mind like telling me why I'm pulled over because I'm still not sure <laughs> <laughs> and he was like oh yeah you just didn't have your lights on and we have to check just because sometimes that means that the person is driving while impaired mm. I was like no I'm just driving after a 12-hour shift <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, okay, maybe leave a sticky note or something on your dash (laughs) for your next 12 (laughs) shift. I was like, will do. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So it was very, it was very chill. Uh, Yeah. Usually if you will just be polite to an officer, not be aggressive and uh, it's, it's usually a lot easier. Smile, now, you know, have some back and forth. I know you're crapping your pants. It's okay. Yeah. Just <laughs> just breathe through it. Talk to the officer. They probably know you're nervous, and odds are you are not the most nervous person they have ever dealt with. Yeah. If you are, now, and not everybody does this, if you are carrying concealed, my general, my general rules are hands on the wheel, both hands on the wheel where the officer can see them at all times. You look at the officer, said, hello, officer, I am a concealed carry permit holder, and I am carrying 
wherever you're carrying an appendix, uh, on your side, uh, in your dash, in your console at six o'clock, wherever. Okay. I have a gun. Okay. Don't say I have a gun, but tell them, say, Hey officer, I am a concealed carry permit holder and I am carrying here. Don't touch it. Don't reach for it. Don't just don't show it to them. Keep your hands on the steering wheel. Keep your hands on the steering wheel the whole time. Okay. In that moment. And then make sure you smile. And why should you smile? Because it's much harder to shoot someone in the face who is smiling at you. Okay. So that's, that's the next thing. Yeah. It's funny because when I did get pulled over, I was sitting there thinking, like, what do I say when the officer comes to my window? Because the only thing I have practiced (laughs) is, hello, officer, I'm a concealed carry permit holder. (laughs) And I'm just sitting here going, at the time, I was 20, so I was was not, not in fact, a concealed carry permit holder. I was like, what do I say as a normal person? So she's 20 years old at the time. At the time, she was 20 years old. And she's probably helped at that point in time still with probably like 15 to 20 different concealed carry permit classes because you're a shooting instructor. Yes. And have been for, I don't know, quite some time. Yes. I'm the one so, who stands there and calms down the really nervous people. Yeah. So she, she, she set in on all these classes. So that's that's the thing that she gets to uh, practice. Everything I may not be a concealed carry permit holder, but I am probably... I've probably taken more concealed carry permit classes than um, probably any person my age. Yeah. I'd be willing to bet I've taken more than any person my age, except for maybe if, like, a concealed carry instructor brings their kid along to a whole bunch of them, you know? (laughs) Or if there's somebody like you who is already a shooting instructor uh, and then goes, okay, you're helping me now for, you know, if you're yeah. a shooting instructor, you could be helping for like three years, basically there. Or yeah. like I guess Kylie, there will be many, many years of classes that she can help with up until that point. Yes. So, eventually, Kylie might outdo you, but right now you still hold the record. Yeah, it is funny though. Whenever someone tries to argue it with me about something in the concealed carry class, they're like, "No, no, 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 no! My concealed carry instructor said this." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." What year did you take concealed carry? <laughs> yeah, um, laws change. <laughs> Yeah, and there it's always something like, oh yeah, like closer to when it first came out. They're like, you know, the twenty back in nineteen ninety six. And even when they say twenty tens, I was like, do you know how many laws changed in the twenty tens? Yeah, and then and you North start, Carolina, a lot and then has. you start listing them, and then they're like, no, 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 that's not right. I'm over here like, really? Because my twenty concealed carry classes beg to differ. <laughs> how and many did you like, take? They're like, well, my concealed carry instructor was in the military and all of this. And I was like, okay, well, my concealed carry instructor took his from the guy who wrote the law book. (laughs) You want to keep talking? (laughs) I turn into a jerk only in that instance. Yeah, yeah. Just because I don't like being argued with when I know for a fact certain things. You know, yeah, and I'm over here like, either. I have not spent hundreds of hours in a concealed carry <laughs> class for you to tell me I am wrong. <laughs> it's like, do you understand that I'm the one who grades the tests? It's like, I haven't taken it yet. I've graded it a bunch so of So if times. you've helped with 20 and a minimum of eight hours per class, we are at least a minimum of eight hours per, eight hours per class. You have at least had 160 hours of... Uh, of concealed carry yes. permit classes where most people have had eight or less. And that's the 
Anyway, we're not getting. We're not talking about concealed carry permit today. So I'm sorry. So really quick, when I the really officer don't comes make up, a habit of getting into arguments. You guys, I really no. Don't. But I, I understand. I'm the same way. I try not to get into argument. But if I know I'm right, it's really hard for me not to continue to like yeah, press and it, an yeah, issue. Yeah, and it does bother me when they try to tell me things about the area that I specialize in. Yeah, like I am. I am a self defense and firearms instructor. Yeah. Why are you telling me this thing you learned on YouTube? Exactly. And trying to t- explain to me why I'm wrong. I yep. was like, I generally, when someone explains that this is what they do for a living and they are professional, I assume I'm wrong in those instances. And then I go and I check back on it yeah. to make sure I'm not wrong about being wrong. I just don't argue things that I'm not completely sure I know about. Yeah. Some people are entirely too confident. <laughs> Agreed. All right. Anyway. The officer's at the window. And you feel uncomfortable for any reason. Other than just being nervous because there's an officer at your window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you feel like, oh, is this person really an officer? Mm-hmm. You know, that, that kind of crap happens. You can <laughs> ask to see their... just a little too tight. No, sorry. <laughs> a little too tight, maybe a little too, you know, disheveled. Most of these departments have certain dress codes, man. They have to make sure they look a certain way because you need to look professional. But anyway, they're carrying a generic Amazon taser instead of. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Let's maybe they on. maybe they have one of those um, pepper spray. That's their also... mustache does not look genuine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those little uh, the palm thing. You remember those little things that were really big on TikTok, the self-defense keychain things. And they had like a coupon and like 50 things on there. And like it was. It was like a puff ball. Yeah, this big puff ball. So maybe if their pepper spray (laughs) is attached to a puff ball. ball If their handcuffs have fur, like. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So anyway, let's move on. Um, I'm sorry. (laughs) If there's anything like that that throws you off and thinks maybe, just maybe, uh, this officer is not for real, uh, you can ask to see their credentials. If they cannot or will not show you, you can request another officer to show up for your safety. So make sure don't say you it take like a advantage jerk. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Say, like, yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> don't say it like a jerk. It's like, uh, you can radio them in or I will call them myself. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I don't feel comfortable with you being the one to, you know, dish out the ticket. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just be polite. That, that's basically the end of the day. Be polite because you might, you might have a, a just a, a weird situation. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, it's like officer, you not being willing to show me your credentials makes me a little unwilling to show you my license. <laughs> yeah. Um, very true. Uh, yeah, it's very personal information, and I would just appreciate to make sure I know who I'm handing it to. Let's move on. We have one more thing we want to kind of touch on, and that is hitchhikers. And, like, how do you deal with the possibility of hitchhikers? You don't pick up hitchhikers. Okay, that topic is done. Very good. Okay. (laughs) I mean, it's that simple. Yeah, no, my dad, um, my dad's a really nice dude, you know. Yeah. And he has picked up hitchhikers before. I don't know that he's ever picked up a male hitchhiker, but there are these he saw a broken down car and then just like a quarter mile ahead there were just two women like walking mm-hmm. so he stopped and were they actually they, hitchhiking hang on and so he he was like okay i saw the broken down car and he stops and he's like 
hey, are you guys okay? And they're like, uh, yeah, our, our car just broke down. He goes, the one right back there? And they were like, yeah, we're just trying to get here. So he's like, all right, well, if you guys want to, you can just hop in because that's on my way to work anyway. Yeah. Well, they get in the car, and he's driving, and then all of a sudden he's pulled over by a cop, and the cop goes to the window, and he goes, and Dad was like, what did I do? And he goes, I'm not here for you. And he looks at the two ladies in the back. He's like, get out. <laughs> And they get arrested and put in the back of the seat, and the cop comes up to the window, and he goes, I don't need your license or anything. He goes, I know that you have no idea who they are. You probably just picked them up because they were hitchhiking. He goes, but they're wanted. And so oh, um, he goes, you just continue on your way to work, and we're good. And Dad was just like, uh So moral of the story, don't pick up hitchhikers. It's pretty much that Yeah, because, I mean, that was as far as it went, but, I mean, what the heck? <laughs> Like, that was about as um, obvious of a situation as you could probably feel like you found, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it just seemed like the nice thing to do to him. Yeah. yeah. But it just yeah. happened that both of those women were wanted by the police, and yeah. we're not even sure why. But, yeah. yeah. Maybe for uh, luring strange men to pick them up on the side of the road and then slicing their necks. We don't know. I'm, well, I, if that's the case, then I'm really glad that the cop. <laughs> I'm, I'm, no, no, well, I, I mean, I'm not saying that. I didn't need that image inside of my <laughs> head, but thank you that it's there now. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> all right. Anyway, let's move on. So if you are involved in an accident, if you are being pulled over, if you are in a situation where you may have picked up a hitchhiker, one good thing that might be good to have on you is Invisiware. Mm, Invisiware. Invisiware is the are these little like necklace jewelries or you can have bracelets or yeah, hair ties too, that doesn't look so feminine. Oh really? Yeah. They have stuff for dudes. Yeah, they do. I did not realize. I that. mean, I don't have any of it, but they they do. You know, and okay. Kylie has the necklace. So stuff they have for a bunch men of stuff. and women, and their stuff actually looks pretty good. It's not it's not something that you would look at and be like, oh look, a life alert button. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look like it has a button on it or anything. But basically, you just grab it and click it twice. It will. Send your GPS location for up to five friends and 911 if you have it set up to do so. Or you can just have it set up to, to send to friends. But you can also have it monitored by ADT if you want to pay a monthly subscription to do that as well. And then that way, anytime you click it, you know, they will respond faster that way. It, but, it, you know, it's totally up to you either way. One's completely free after you purchase it and one you have to pay a subscription to. Yeah, but the point being, it's a very discreet way to get help mm-hmm. without having to pull out your phone or... Yeah, so it doesn't look so obvious. You just like grab this little piece of jewelry and double yes. click it and, and that's it. And it's very natural for people to fidget with their jewelry whenever they are nervous. Mm-hmm. And so it's something that doesn't draw extra attention. It's something that no matter how closely you're being watched, if it's a really dangerous situation, they're still probably not going to realize. Yep. So that is Invisiware. That's I-N-V-I-S-A-W-E-A-R.com. And uh, use the coupon code Impact Defense will get you 10% off of anything over there. It's about time to sign off, but basically the main points of this episode, despite all of the rabbit trails and my needless babbling, which I think I'm starting to speak a little bit faster. A little my bit, coffee yeah. is kicking in a good bit. Thank you, Blackout Coffee. <laughs> Extra plug. Yeah. Shameless plug. Anyway, if you're involved in an accident, make sure you call the police, even for minor accidents involving other people. Stay in your vehicle if you do not feel comfortable, uh, but use your instincts on what would be the best 
best decision for that specific incident. You can stay in your vehicle, even if you decide to just exchange information, just make sure you roll down your window a little bit to pass documents back and forth. If you're being pulled over, try to pull over in a well-lit area, even if that involves putting on your flashers so that the officer knows that your intention is, in fact, to pull over. You don't want to be that guy. Always be polite, even if they are not being polite. And then lower your window a quarter of the way down to hand over your license and registration if you are a woman. You can pull over. If... Oh well, anybody really can lower their window just a quarter of the way down. Yeah, but I was just, just saying specifically. Yes, it's just recommended specifically that women yeah. pull down a quarter of the way. If you feel uncomfortable, you can ask to see the officer's credentials. If they cannot or will not show you, you can request another officer to show up for your safety. And then lastly, just don't pick up hitchhikers and strangers. Yep. All right, guys. So thank you very much for listening to our latest episode of the podcast. We would really appreciate it if you would go on to your podcast catcher. Apple Podcasts, you can write a review. Some of the others you can write a review as well. But we would really appreciate any five-star reviews. I mean, yeah, plug there. Uh, and uh, and any written reviews would, would help out greatly. And Kylie would love to read some more reviews on the podcast. All Whenever right. she's here again, she's ditched us. Well, you know, she's missed a few when it seems to be just us. But when we say, hey, oh, Tim's going to be here, guess who shows up? Or a uh, like, hey, Thomas is going to be here, guess who shows up? You know, she's always here for the guests, but she's ditched us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just you two? <laughs> Say, oh, I, got, I got things to do. I got schoolwork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's schoolwork. Sometimes it's just other things. Anyway, all right, guys, so thank you very much, and we will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.